People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. And that sure sounds good. But a lot of the guys who come in here, we can't handle one-on-one. Even two-on-one. Don't worry about it. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. <laughs> I like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, I like to watch? I like to watch. I'm Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. Donnie Smith picked our topic, our, our movie for this week, and it is, Donnie. Fuck yeah, man. Roadhouse, yeah. 1989, directed by Rowdy Harrington, produced oh, yeah. produced by Joel fucking Coke, allegedly, allegedly, Coke sniffing producer, Joel Silver, the synopsis, the double deuce is the meanest, loudest, and rowdiest bar in Jasper, Missouri, and Dalton, played by Patrick Swayze, has been hired to clean it up. He might not look like much. But the PhD-educated bouncer proves he's more than capable, busting the heads of troublemakers and turning the joint into a hot spot. But Dalton's romance with the gorgeous Dr. Doc Clay, played by Kelly Lynch, puts him on the bad side of cutthroat local big shot Brad Wesley, played by Ben Gazer. There you go. It, it, the reason I loved it is this is one of those movies that I saw when I had just, I think I probably just was at 89. I just was like graduating college. Oh, wow. Awesome. And, and, and it was just, it, uh, I, yeah, I was just so thrilled. I, you know, Patrick Swayze has never been my favorite actor. Okay. But, you know, I mean, he's fine in Wolverine, or what is it? No, what? It's Red Dawn. <laughs> Red Dawn. He's a Wolverine. Yes, yes, yes. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, and I never was into Ghost. You know, that guy's fine. Ghost was fine. But man, his portrayal of Dalton is on fucking point. It's like this guy was born to play this. It's so cheesy. His hair is so air blown in the 80s. It's perfect. His hair is perfect. He does Tai Chi. He does Tai Chi in white sweats. White. He has no shirts on. He has I know, no, but no shirts the sweats, on. but the Ooh. sweatpants oh, are the like roll these down. white with the fuck, roll down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the roll down yeah. white sweatpants, yeah. it's like, dude, yeah. that is just. I mean, you know, I don't know who does know. that. I've never seen anyone do that, but apparently, except for uh, Patrick uh, Swayback. Well, apparently, fucking uh, philosophy PhD people do from NYU with, to do Tai Chi out. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, only if they become uh, coolers, which I'll be honest. Um, the first time I heard the term cooler, yeah, it's not was the William H Macy movie with with uh, the cooler, yeah, yeah, meaning with I'm going to cool, I'm going to cool Mar- the table, Mar- yeah, I'm going to yeah, cool, Maria Bello, yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring in this fucking low life. He's going to cool the table off, right? That, yeah, I mean, you you worked at a casino, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah the, cooler yeah. is the first. That's how I heard it. So to go back, I always thought of Swayze as a bouncer. So to hear that well, he's, he's a cooler, he's, the head, he's uh. the head bouncer. He's the guy who. So he's a cooler. Okay, they they, they came up with a term they liked. I guess they should have just. The got, language of this film is yeah. is the is the most quotable, funny fucking language of any film I've ever seen. They, it is a cheat. Let's put it this way. Oh, yeah. It is. Let's just let's just put it out there. This is a greasy cheeseburger of a movie. Uh. This is not high cinema. But it is, in one of those things, it is so perfectly done. I mean, every single moment 
from Sam Elliott oh. to Ben Gazzara to every single moment, this is some of the fun, the most fun quintessential storytelling you will ever see about a story that is as old as fucking Yojimbo. Oh my god! You know? oh, I mean, it's 114 minutes of amazingness. It just I really love this movie. It's so much fun. You know, that I, I, I saw a quote. Uh, the director said that he saw it as a cartoon, broader than life, brighter than life. I could see that. I don't disagree with that. I think, I think I, it's perfect. I, I, I think he's kind of cutting himself a little short. I think this is one of the best modern Westerns ever. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's just so perfect to the point where, I mean, little moments that make me happy and, you know, mm-hmm. is to establish his street cred. Oh, yeah. One of yep. my favorite yep. moments. It, it's just one of my favorite moments one of, of establishing one of, one his street cred. One of the 75 that establishes. He's, he's agreed to take the gig. He <laughs> says, I don't fly. Flying's too dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is very funny to me. Yeah. And then he, and then he goes, he's got this badass is it a Beamer? It's a Beamer. No, it's a um, uh, it's a, Mer- it's a, a 560, a Mercedes. 560 that's SL. Yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes. That's Benz. what it is. It's a Mercedes. Anyway, yes. just a hot car. Oh, yeah. He goes to town. He loads it. And he buys the shittiest beater he can find. Loads it up the- with tires because he knows shit's going to happen. And then you see each night yeah. he bounces the wrong person or fires the wrong person. He yeah. comes out. And I love that it escalates. It starts with two flat tires and a hole in his windshield. Mm-hmm. And oh, then that's that's, that's how it starts. At one, that's how it starts. Yeah, it, Just that that's, how that's how it starts. Yeah, but then I love the. I love it when she drops him off and he's got like a stop sign smashed through oh, his yeah. driver's side. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking. I mean, he knows, and he just laughs when he sees it because he knows exactly. He's done this. It, his street cred is so solid. He knows exactly what he's got to do to handle these people. Yeah, but what's I love what, it. What's weird to me though is that he. I suppose they. Well, not supposedly. Dalton got his PhD from NYU in philosophy, but didn't seem to learn anything. When, we, when he's when, asked about it, he didn't. Yeah, what, know. what do you fucking say? What do you fucking say? What is it? What, what is it? What is it? It's it's it's. I got it right here. Is she uh, the doc uh, Kelly Lynch yeah. asked him about his degree in philosophy and if he learned anything. He said, "No, not really. Man's search for faith, that sort of shit." Faust says you've got a degree from NYU. What in? Philosophy. Any particular discipline? No, not really. Um, man's search for faith, that sort of shit. Come up with any answers? Not too many. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. I mean, it's... Uh, it's uh, Is it horrible, brilliant screenwriting? I'm not really sure. I think it's amazing. Well, the, the, I think it's thing amazing. Is if, it plays. It, yeah, well, I, I, it definitely plays. Uh, the thing that's so funny is if you know anything about those kinds of philosophical things, he yeah. is absolutely 100% a stoic. Okay. That's, 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 that's his, if he's yeah. practicing a discipline, practicing a discipline in it, it, it's stoicism. There's not a question about it. And, and, and does Tai Chi go hand in hand with stoicism? No. Is that what, no. no. They're different there's no stoic in There's no stoic in the world that did Tai Chi. Is tai Chi is right? totally different. It's a totally different uh, cultural reference. I, yeah. Which wow. is why it's such a funny mishmash. Oh. It's, and he's and he's got the fucking air blown fucking mullet of of God. It's if God had a His, mullet, that's what it would look like. If God he looks had, like fucking God, Charlton God, Heston yeah, in fucking Ten Commandments with that hair. Let's he he has a glistening body the entire movie too. Just glistening, <laughs> just glistening, just from head to toe he glistens. And mm-hmm. I I I dude I look my first introduction to Patrick Swayze was Dirty Dancing, hands down. Oh, see, that one's a good one. He's good at and that. And like, again, you know, He's good I, at that. I grew yeah. up, yeah. I, was a, I started out as a dancer. That's how I got into theater and blah, 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 blah. So like seeing this badass dude in this dirt, that movie was amazing outside of yeah. Patrick Swayze, right? Oh, yeah. But, like yeah, yeah. just what he it does. It had Jerry Orbach. Oh, or Orbach in it. Come, on. come on. That whole cast. I mean, come that on. whole cast is amazing. But Jennifer Grey before she fucked her face up. Well, well, yeah, well, we're going to go over that movie. Anyway, I, that was my introduction. And no, this is his follow-up to that movie, which okay, blows that. that blows my fucking mind. Because he's like, "Yeah, okay, I did the sexy dancing thing. Now I'm gonna do sexy fighting shit." Yeah, because that's what cats did in the fucking eighties, man. 
And yeah. I'll be honest with you, like, we've seen them all. We've seen the, the, the Schwarzenegger, the Stallone, the fucking Van Damme, all that bullshit. We've seen the movies, right? And they're great. Yeah. But there's something really fucking cool about Swayze. Where he, he just ha- he has some... I don't know. He gives he gives us as an audience more access, you know. If that's well, vul- vulnerability, it, the, I don't think it's. I think probably some of it's the fact that yeah, he is emotionally because of the of the story and that kind of stuff. But I think what really plays with Patrick Swayze, and if you look at all the movies that like Van Damme and all you know, and and, and Steven Seagal, like the solo, the lone guy coming in, mm-hmm. the only time, <laughs> the only time we've seen a guy that looks. Like you and I, and, and like much better looking, but like, you know, just like an average sized guy, <laughs> you, you know, right. like an average right. sized guy is Kung Fu with David Carradine in the 70s. Sure. And he was sure. just like this guy. Sure. He was just like this guy, yeah. and he wasn't yeah. like muscle bound, and he couldn't take a, an AK 47 and shoot it with one arm. Right. And, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, Chuck Norris, I think, arguably, you could say, because he's about the same size, he's not a big guy. But there's a different there's a different sort of like machismo and Patrick Swayze, he's almost in this movie he's almost a gay icon, but not quite. Oh, I mean, okay, because he's because he's got the, he's so graceful, and he wears the, the the sort of like the sort of like the very metrosexual shirts and everything. Well, I don't and understand. He wears a gi, a karate gi. That's some it's point. like a shirt gi tucked it's into like a shirt. his jeans. I don't understand yeah. that. That tripped me out. Well, it's a shirt. Well, here's the thing, and you weren't in the '80s the way no, I was in the '80s. Fair, fair. Um, that that was that was a pretty standard '80s look. Is that right? Um, that was a shirt. I had one of those shirts. Wow. I also had a sh- I also had a shirt that had sleeves, but the sleeves were mesh. Oh, oh. Oh yeah, and there's oh. all kinds of white. You know, you wow. remember? You got to remember this is this is the time wow. in the '80s when 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 you had parachute pants and people going to like actual. Like the mall in sure. shoot no, pants I, and checked checked vans. I so. had I had a pair of Z Cavaricis. I don't know if you remember those fucking things. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah I was there, but not I guess fully in it as much. Yeah, as the entire movie he dumb. dresses like he shopped at Chess King. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Chess King. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. So I shopped at Chess King when I was a younger man. Why? Why did? Why? Did, <laughs> why? Why? Because oh. hey, I also I also had my uh, my hair dyed, <laughs> my hair my sister dyed my hair, so I had blonde streaky hair, oh. with you... a with a with a, a brown mustache. I, I and then red Sally Jesse Gra- Raphael. Oh, the red, red gel yeah. glasses. The glasses. Yeah. Yep, oh, yeah. yep. Yep. Oh yeah, that All was right. the, man, gotta, those were the styles you, of that day. You gotta post a, a photo of that in the show notes. Do we have show notes? All right, I, no, just we yeah we we send don't, me but we send can. me send me a photo and I'll post it on Instagram. Because you're not on Instagram, right, right. so who cares? No, I'm not Instagram, so I will, I will send you Can we talk about the fact that Dean Cundy was the cinematographer of this movie? And that's, you'll have to tell me because you're, you're, the, you're the research guy. I told you, I didn't do any research on Dean, this. I just, Dean, I just bask in the glow of my youth. Dean Cundy shot John Carpenter's Halloween. I did not know this. The Fog. Yes. Escape from New York. Wow. The Thing. God damn. Romancing the Stone, Back to the Future, Big Trouble in Little China, Project X, Big Business, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit? All before shooting Roadhouse. Well, there you go. See? Motherfucker would then go on to shoot Jurassic Park. I mean, So the guy's got some... He's got some cred. Yeah. How did... How did Rowdy Harrington get... That's amazing to me that someone of that, like... He just has a brilliant... Fucking view well, that, of cinema. That wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't Rowdy that did it. That was Joel fucking Silver. Well, Joel Silver. I, yeah, the, he had yeah, some yes, shit on. Yes, he had shit yes, on everybody, yes. and he would talk about yeah. the producer. <laughs> Joel Silver could get. He could fucking squeeze diamonds out of an ass. They he all was, had the same. He was good. Allegedly, they all had the same coke dealer. Is what I. There you go. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's just amazing so though. Like this movie has a better view. Like. This movie is better than it should be. 
It, right? it really is better. It, well, the sum of it's right. The thing is, you've got you've got Patrick Swayze, you've got Ben Gazzara, Whoa. you've got Sam Elliott. Yeah. You have the it girl of that kind of movie oh, of the day yeah, with yeah, Kelly yeah, Lynch. Yeah. Who, Drug, I'm sorry. Drugstar, Drugstar Cowboy. She was nominated yeah, for... Yeah, I'm telling you, Kelly Lynch is just the sexiest... At that time period, just the sexiest fucking woman and, alive. And a, and a really good fucking actor. Well, yeah, that, but, but that was not why she was cast, and that's why I didn't care. And, and, and I don't and I don't go, hey, Roadhouse, Kelly Lynch, what a magnificent performance. What I go, Kelly Lynch... What a fucking hottie. Here's one of the things that I love. I just want to point it out. You've yeah. got Kelly Lynch, and you can think of other movies Kelly Lynch has been in, and, and when they have us, they're always going to be a sex scene. Including, be a sex in, scene. In, including one we're going to discuss soon. Yeah, yeah there's right. always going to be a sex scene, <laughs> but they always show a lot of Kelly Lynch's naked body. She didn't have a problem with it. In this movie, and that's what I really, really, I'd forgotten, to be honest with you, I'd forgotten about it. I was watching it, and I realized, fuck, they don't show anything. They don't show, you don't see her tits, you don't see her, you, you see her tits when she gets up out of bed. When she gets up out of bed, you do, you right. see the ass, yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh, yeah. during the during the actual no, sex scene, no. it's almost fully clothed, yes. and it's like, Cause you that, don't was need really it. that was really tasteful, and like, for 1989, super, super tasteful, given that the, the very beginning of the movie, you're showing all these, I mean, I'm telling you, oh, there's I'm so sorry, many, there's I'm so 56 many years old, there's so many tits. the fucking... Well, those that those '80s mini skirts with the giant things and the hair that's all teased out—that shit is just manna from heaven. That is catnip for my cat. What's that shit was, rocks? Was this on your problematic movies list or not? It was not. It was not. I don't find it. I don't find it to be. Problematic. Oh, I, it doesn't sound like you do. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I don't think there's anything about this. I don't think there is one thing about this movie that is problematic. I mean, um, I, I, I'll, I'll throw out a problematic for you. Bring me a problem. problematic. Okay. So I watched this movie. I texted you. I watched this movie three times in the last like okay. two days, right? Yeah. Every time I see the opening credits, I see one of my favorite actors' names, Keith David. I love, and he's in. He's not. He's like a bartender. Dude, okay, with a line. right. So one line. Problematic. He doesn't even have a line. He does not have a line. He does not have a line. Yeah, he does. Uh, what does he say? Okay. Well, I'll have to go back and watch it a fourth time. I mean, his line. What, he has no lying. lines. No, I mean, he says he says something about. Uh, Is it off screen? Because he's not no, it's talking when he's, on it's screen. When he's, it's when, no, it's when he's serving. That's why he's credited, because he actually had a line. That's why he got paid for the oh, fucking that's movie. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Hold works. on, hold on. I had way more lines than him in a couple oh, movies, yeah. and I'm not in the opening credits. Well, like, he was Keith not, David. I, he was Here's not Keith David at that point, though, is what I'm saying. He certainly was. No, he, he was, was in not. the thing. Well, he was in the thing. He was fair. fucking Keith no, David. He was fucking fair. Keith David. Right. Fuck so me. the reason... You're right. I'll bet you money he got he got in the movie because somebody said, "Hey, let's throw Keith David in here." I don't and think he had cut, a bigger like, role. And they cut like all of his Oh, really? Oh, I think he had a bigger Did role. Did he have a bigger role? He had to have Maybe. more lines than that. Why the fuck would he He played child in the thing. You're right. That was like 1982, right? Yeah, the so guy that was, was before a name. this movie. Right, right, the right. The guy right. was a name. Okay. Yeah, he fuck was a, he wasn't an unknown actor. That's my, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. he was Keith fucking David. Fair man. fucking enough. Then why the fuck is he not in this movie more? You want to know what I think happened? They cut oh, his then, fucking know, role out. See, I don't think they cut his role, or he would have said something about it, because Keith Davis, that kind of guy, he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, and he'd laugh about it. But here's what I think happened. Honestly, did you see 1883? The, 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 the spinoff, the prequel to Yellowstone? No, I don't know. Okay. No. Well, in it's it's basically Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. They're uh -huh. the main stars of this. Oh, the, and the, Sam the, Elliott the music, is also the musical, in it. The musical artists. Yeah, they're oh. really they're actually really really good. I'm sure but they are. in the middle of the second episode, there's a flashback to Tim McGraw's fucking uh, time in the Civil War, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, fucking Tom Hanks shows up. That's fucked. It, and it's fucking Tom Hanks. He has exactly one minute of screen time and says two words. And you're like, what the fuck was that? Well, I looked it up. I was like, what the fuck was that? Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are best friends with Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. They uh, hang out. They well, double date. They fuck around. Sure, and Tim sure. McGraw just called Tom and said, hey, you want to do a cameo? And Tom was like, yeah, okay. And he showed up and he did it. I think Keith David knew enough of these guys in this production that somebody said, hey, you want to come in and do a cameo as a bartender? And he went, yeah, okay. That's what I think happened. Okay. That's fair. 
I, I guess until one of us meets Keith David, we will never fucking know. There you go. The movie, though, could use more Keith David, is what I'm saying. Well, the, 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 the movie could use at least some, given, <laughs> a few black people would be all right. A few black people would be okay. Right. Um, you know, um, it is, however, in Missouri, which Jasper, Missouri, Jasper, Missouri, I would imagine. I mean, I'm just guessing, but oh. I would imagine not a lot of black people in general. That's fair. That's fair. You know, yes, I mean, you know, they, I mean, you got to look at the country. I mean, you you got to look at the country and know that the country only has like 13 percent of our population are black, which means there are bound to be plenty of towns especially in the Midwest and the Rust Belt, mm. where they have not even seen a black person before. Well, that's except for on TV. You know, I mean... Insane. That's, I mean, well, I don't think it's insane any more than saying, you know, you know, it's like... I mean, it, it's not cool, but if you look at, if you look at the country, that's kind of how it's made up. So I don't, it does not surprise me that Jasper, Missouri <laughs> has one black bartender who really didn't have anything to say, and he's only seen in one scene. Like, he doesn't even get fired... He's not even part of the staff. It's just like he's in that one scene and then he's gone, which is why I think probably Keith David was like, yeah, okay, I'll come in and do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he's billed. He's fucking billed. So in there's the a joke threats. there. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's yeah. got to be a joke there. I, there's got to be a joke there. I hope so. I, yeah. It strikes me as that crowd, Rowdy Harrington and that crowd, I'm sure they were just having some fun. What else sticks out to you from this movie? When you watch it, well, when, when well, hold yeah. on, hold on. When was the last time you watched it prior to this? Probably eight months ago. Eight months, and then this and then is, and is then the, before that, this is when I watch about regular. every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is this. Yeah, I watch yeah, yeah. this. I watch this about once a year, just because for shit's sake. Usually, whenever it just pops up on something, I go, "Oh fuck you!" I gotta watch Roadhouse. Right. It's like the early days in my youth when HBO came on. Yeah. Whatever was on, you watched. Yeah, and if yeah. Roadhouse was on, you might watch it six times in six days because it's big, just on. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I've got. Right? I own yeah. that one. Oh no, I, no. I own, but it was one and of those I own Roadhouse, he- heavy so. rotations. Heavy. Yeah, rotations. those things. I didn't. I didn't have yeah. to go look for it because I own Roadhouse because yeah. I love Roadhouse. I, Fuck this, yeah. It's one of my. It's just one of my. Favorite. Well, one of the things that I and you mentioned this before we started recording, and I and I know you I, I, <laughs> is this is there. One of the things that's fun about, especially, I think, movies of the 80s, I, I think movie the 80, movies of the 80s, the type of screenwriting, there was a, a premium put on writing quotable lines. Oh, yeah, the bumper stickers. You know, because, yeah. you know, you know, because, because the thing about it, you think about like all those great catchphrases, they come from movies from the 80s. They come oh, yeah. from fucking, you know, Rambo <laughs> and, 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 and anything with uh, Schwarzenegger in it. And, you know, the insane thing about this movie is it's every single scene has I mean, a there's, quotable quote. There's not, I, there's not, like, I had to stop, like, in my yeah. notes here that I sent myself, like, I had to stop quoting shit. Because at a certain point, like, it's the entire fucking movie. Let's yeah, talk about... Yeah, it's just the way this... Let's yeah. talk about... At a certain point, this one dude is trying to, like, sell his wife. Is it his wife? Is he a pimp? I don't know what he is. He's trying to get this guy... To kiss this lady's titties. He says $20, a, $10 a tit, you kiss, $10 a kiss. Kiss each one of her boobs have for you, $10 a piece. Before that, he says, yeah. ever see a better pair of attitudes? It's he calls line. her titties attitudes. It's a great... What the I mean, fuck yeah. is this? This movie it, is insane with its quotes. It's... They, the, the, the line, Dude. the dialogue is... You know, it, but the things... What's your favorite? Because I, I I know what my oh, favorite I don't, quote out of this your, movie what's is. What's your favorite? Because I... I, because I, I don't even dumbest, narrow it down. Nobody ever wins dumbest, a fight. Pain don't hurt. What, what Pain is, don't hurt is my favorite oh, one. Oh, no, Pain I called it. Pain don't hurt. Oh, shit, really? Pain don't Pain hurt don't is hurt. my absolute favorite because it is the <laughs> dumbest thing for any human being to say. But for some reason, when Patrick Swayze says it, when Dalton looks at her and yeah. she, says, she says, no, I don't do that. She goes, well, it's going to hurt. He goes, Pain, Pain don't, don't hurt. hurt. <laughs> it's, just the, it's, it's the ultimate machismo bullshit <laughs> but the way he says it you don't it doesn't sound like chuck norris or arnold schwarzenegger you pay don't hurt. no 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 you no no it's like no it's just a simple it's very statement honest that, he's very yeah, earnest pain don't hurt 
Well, Mr. Dalton, you may add nine staples to your dossier of 31 broken bones, two bullet wounds, nine puncture wounds, and four stainless steel screws. That's an estimate, of course. I'll give you a local. No, thank you. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. And it works. I, and I say, love that quote. I will say that about I, love the, it. I will say that about this movie. This movie is so fucking er- there was there was zero irony in this movie. No, oh, yeah. This is a like they are this all is, playing it a hundred. They're all doing straight. it's a wonderful life. Right. They are all right. doing a Capra film. Right. That's what they're doing. Right. They're doing a Capra film no. and they mean every Dude, word of they're, it. They're they're doing fucking high plains drifter. They're doing mm-hmm. fucking unforgiven. Like they're yeah. they're in this shit. And like yeah. that's what this I think is real. Of, so that, that, so I found Roger Ebert. You know, he's I, Uncle Roger, man. I grew up with him. Uh, yeah, I yeah, grew up yeah. with him, so like I always, I always look out. Right? His, his, his. The the the, cl- the closing of his review is: Roadhouse exists on the edge between the good bad movie and the merely bad. I hesitate to recommend it because so much depends on the ironic vision of the viewer. This is not a good movie, but. Viewed in the right frame of mind, it's not a boring one either. And I think it's, and I would take him one further and say, with the right frame of mind, it's a fucking. It's amazing! It's amazing! It's a masterpiece. It's brilliant! It's brilliant with the right frame of mind. Yes. Yeah, you could tear this movie apart. If look, listen, if you've never seen it, please go. Please, please watch it. You could shit on this movie all day long, or oh yeah, God damn, it's amazing. Yep. It's a Patrick Swayze movie. It's a bouncer with the hair. I'm sorry, but the best part of this movie, and there we've said a lot about Patrick Swayze. To me, the absolute best part about this movie, it's and it's not just Sam Elliott. It's Sam Elliott with a fucking limp. That like the like he comes uh-huh. in and he can barely fucking walk, but still can kick the shit out of people. He is so road hard. He is so beat down. He's so beat up, but he's still fucking doing his thing. He, I fucking uh, love Sam Elliott. He in this apparently movie. didn't want to take this role at first mm. because he told the director Rowdy Harrington. By the way, just to reiterate, he told him it was too much like his role in Mask. And I'm like, okay. uh, uh, I don't remember any roundhouse kicks in Mask. Well, no, but the the character you think of from an actor's perspective, he's sort of like a sort of like a biker dirtbag. You know, he's got with wisdom. If I, you remember Mask, I do. You know, yeah. I, okay, I, and I don't I don't see that it's that similar. I think he did a fine job distinguishing them, and nothing makes again. Nothing is better than the fact that the guy has a goddamn limp and still kicks the shit out of people. It's he, just he, he also shows his he's so beat. He shows his pubes at one point. Let's be honest. Yes, he does. Yes, that's, yes he does. That, that is something. That is something for the ages. There. Well, that's how, I don't remember well, that that's how he dis- movies. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, that's how he distinguished it from the mask role. I think was, I the think, mask role did not show pubes. I think you're right. I have to rewatch yeah. Mask. Yeah. yeah, there were no there were no pubes in Mask, but he said, "You know what? Can I just show my pubes and that helps me that helps me find the character." Speaking of other roles, apparently Swayze turned down starring opposite Sylvester Stallone in Tango and Cash. Which to do Roadhouse. Now we I'm will glad cover he turned it down. We will I'm cover glad Tango he turned it down Cash. because the the chemistry between Kurt Russell and fucking uh, oh, Stallone it's a, is it's brilliant. It's gold. We will, it's fucking gold. That is on that is on the list. One hundred. Yeah, this will be a whole nother, This is a secondary podcast that what? we're going to be doing called the shittiest movies we love. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny? What's funny is one of the other episodes you 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 mentioned. You're like, I guess we're going to cover all of the problematic movies. We will cover all the problematic movies. Apparently. We will also cover three other fucking volumes of the book that you should be writing, because well, dude, well that's the thing is I I I know that uh, some well see that that's the thing is one of the the, because I did the problematic movies of the eighties and they were all comedies Mm. that I remember Mm -hmm. the -hmm. next the Mm -hmm. next the next level is the problematic movies. Uh, you know, like action, action edition yeah. or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah, because yeah. I like it. You know, there's, like a lot it. Of, there's a lot of problematic Ooh, movies yeah. in the 80s yeah. uh, that involved <laughs> uh, war and action and aliens. What? And so I'm sure I will at some point write write that book. I'll have to start writing those articles. So here's some other <laughs> uh, other fun facts for you since you did not do research, which I, I, I love it. I don't, yeah, it's fucking cool. 
Um, the guy who uh, plays Red, the uh, the, yeah. the auto, yeah. He was a childhood friend of Elvis Presley and was part of the Memphis Mafia. <laughs> oh my God, I did not. Oh know yeah, that. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, look, that's look, outstanding. Look that guy up. His name is Robert Gene Red West. Which is why when they when he's the guy that takes all the guns because after they kill Big Gizzard, yeah, 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 that's the most yep, natural yep, thing he does in the yep. movie. Okay, because he's, he's done I, that before. I think it's his brother Sonny West was was Elvis's bodyguard for a long Holy time. Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. His brother was Sonny West. I that's believe, fucked up. I believe that's correct. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. This movie just, I mean, like, it's cheesy as fuck. It's amazing as fuck. But, like, it really is a good modern Western. It's like, fun. They're bringing it's so in much all fun. these people to do this cool shit. And it works. It really works. It works. It really fucking it, works. Apparently, yeah. Annette Benning was originally cast as the uh, Kelly Lynch role. Big mistake would have been her, because Kelly Lynch is the only person who can play that role. Uh, only person who can play that role. Swayze had her fired, apparently, because they didn't have chemistry. Well, he and Which, Kelly Lynch have great chemistry. Oh, so yeah, they works. do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They um, look good together, man. Swayze did all of his own stunts in this movie, mm-hmm. except for the, t- I knew that. the tackle of the guy on the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, this guy, uh, this guy was amazing. You look for the person who will benefit and, uh, uh, you know. I am uh, the walrus. You know, you'll, uh, uh, well, you know what I'm trying to say. I am the walrus. Uh, That's fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex- Shut the fuck up, Donnie. The I. Lennon. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. I mean, uh, Point Break is an obvious, yeah. obvious companion piece to this. I mean, Point Break is 1991. It's Catherine Bigelow directing, and she's... Yeah. We're going to go over... Uh, we will do Point Break at some point, but oh, yeah. uh, also Near Dark. Her, that, yeah. That's my favorite vampire movie in the fucking world. Um, so, yeah, Point Break. I don't know that Swayze would have been even considered for a movie like that, that kind of villain role, kicking ass kind of role, but smooth, yeah. you know. I don't know that he would have been considered if he didn't do... Uh, Fucking Roadhouse. I, I really don't. And, po- and and Point Break, I think, in terms of like uh, like keeping in, t- in 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 the spirit of what we're talking about with Roadhouse, is also an eminently quotable film. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, know, I mean, just uh, yes, yes, yes. Which we'll yeah, go yeah. over when we get to that movie. Yeah, I love it. What's See, your pick? my first one? My first pick was Cronenberg's uh, A History of Violence, two thousand five. Okay. Um, and, okay. And the reason it's again to remember again. When I watch Roadhouse, it's been so long since I've seen it as sort of like the good bad movie, you mm-hmm. know that the the cheese ball movie. I take it very seriously because okay. I've watched it so many times. I love, and so I don't see the cheese anymore. All I see is this this story of the loner coming to town and saving mm-hmm. saving the town at great risk to himself, and yeah. that's what a history of violence is. Okay, it's uh, Viggo Mortensen in a small town having to kind of step up and and use his uh his past to sort of uh is he is he in russia in that i know he's a russian gangster no he's not yeah, yeah Where, but is he no, in the states he's he's like in ohio yeah. oh okay it's he's I, like a diner I, he owns a diner i've only you know, like I've, the, I've seen the movie once and like it, one I of the first scenes it. yeah yeah one of the first okay. scenes is is he's just in a diner okay. and he's a he's like a short order cook okay you know, he owns okay. the diner he has redone his entire life has been completely reinvented so that he no longer has to have that past sure, that he had. Sure. And then they come to town and the guy he used to be has to come back. And I think there's some Patrick Swayze in that where he's like this really nice looking guy in chess king clothes who killed a guy with his bare hands because he pulled a gun on him and he's haunted by that shit. Yeah, he's haunted by that shit. And uh, and Ben Gazzara's character sure. kind of basically makes him have to, well, I mean, literally relive that moment. Yeah. So it's yeah. yeah. So it's uh, that's why I liked uh, a History of Violence. It's also one of my favorite Cronenberg films. So oh, fair enough. Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch that. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's a very good movie. Let's talk about Ben Gazzara for a second, though. Oh I mean, God, I love Ben Gazzara. Jesus Christ, Jackie Treehorn himself. Yeah. Is in yeah. this fucking movie. Yeah. So that leads me to my next pick, Big Lebowski. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, the, I, I'm, I'm going to go on the record as saying that I don't know that it's the truth, but I believe it's the truth. 
The Coen brothers are a huge fucking fans of this movie. Oh, there's no question in my mind. Well, who could, how can that, you not be? You have Jackie Treehorn. Yeah. And fucking Sam Elliott in your movie? Yeah, that's right. Come on. Yeah. Come on. The, yeah, one of the coolest movies you've ever made, by the way, the Coen brothers, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Without question, on, it's, it right? is, it's, it's the, quintessential. It, cool. It's, and also ridiculously quotable. Yes. Ridiculous. Like over the top. Like maybe the most Big Lebowski might be the most quotable movie ever made in history. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I would go back to come the, on, man. There's not I a don't scene know. in that uh, fucking movie that you don't want to quote. I don't know. I still go back to the to Caddyshacks and the Animal House and the you know. See, the, that's those, the, I still those, go back there. Well, see, the thing is, I think there's a difference between funny jokes and yeah. catchphrases, and the, the catchphrases aren't necessarily funny, but they just. Evoke a moment, right? You said quotable. And thorough. Though. You said all quotable. I have to, though. Yeah, so. quotable. All I have to. All I have to say is and thorough. And you know exactly which scene I'm talking about in the Big Lebowski. Make a hell of a Russian, Jackie. There you go. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It's all amazing. right. My next one. My last one is again. I take it very seriously, and so my perspective on. I mean, I really do see. Roadhouse as a part of, when you said Unforgiven that mm-hmm. almost was one of my picks sure. you know what I mean yeah. and yeah. it's like because because I feel like you know this is a, a part of a genre of the lone guy mm-hmm. coming in and facing corruption yeah. and and really almost by himself yeah. fucking just taking on the bad guy for the town Word. and there is a German it's Austrian German film 2014 called The Dark Valley Okay. And uh, and what I and the reason I think it it reminds me is because the guy actually kind of looks a little bit like Patrick Swayze, <laughs> okay. um, and it's a lone traveler who ends up in a small town in the Alps, finding corruption and tyranny running rampant, and goes on his one man tirade to rid the town and save the townspeople. Yeah. And it's I mean it, obviously it takes it's German, so it's taking itself very fucking seriously. What year? What year again? 2014. Oh, okay. All right. You know, and 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 there is, uh, um, as I recall, there is also, and I think this is something to at least mention when you talk about Roadhouse. There is a relationship between the protagonist and a musician in in the Dark Valley that okay. calls back to the Jeff Healy band and Jeff Healy's sure, role sure, sure. in right. Roadhouse with Dalton. Fair they enough. call him Dalton. Oh man, can I be? Can I be, can I be honest? <laughs> On my third viewing, it stuck out to me that the blind guy, Jeff Healy, amazing guitarist, right, musician in his own right, um, his first acting gig ever, okay? His only acting gig, as far as I know. Oh, is that right? The only one. Okay. I think that's the only movie he's ever been in, yeah. His character is the one that points out his name's Dalton, and then Sam Elliott's character, the name's Wade Garrett. Yeah, the blind guy points out these characters in the movie for us. Well, that's because everybody else, and it, and it is the it is the quint. It's so it's said so many times in the movie that it can't be a catchphrase. But I thought you'd be bigger. I mean, that's the joke. It's a constant joke. Is that these are two guys going back to our thing? These are two guys who, if you saw them on the street, you might go. Oh, they might be tough, but you're not going to go, those guys are going to be the guys that are going to kick the shit out of the fucking Coke dealer in the goddamn yep. bar. Yep. They, they do not look like bouncers. Fair. They don't look. They do not look like guys that right. can kick the shit. I mean, maybe one-on-one, but they don't look like the guys that could fucking take out nine guys in one right. round-robin kick fest. Right. And so it makes perfect sense that everybody else sees these smaller guys. Yeah. But... Yeah, but uh, but Jeff Healy knows <laughs> who they are. It's he knows brilliant. who they are. Every, people, he knows how badass they are. It's like when they see it, him and he goes, "You're Dalton." Please. Did you see him? That's Dalton. That's Dalton. Be bigger. It's Dalton. I thought it, I thought he'd be bigger. I hear that. You know? I like, hear that everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, and 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 going back to. I want to go back. Uh, I want to go back to Roadhouse just a bit. Yeah, One of yeah, the things please. that I that I, and it's why I we it's should why always, I love we should always go back to Roadhouse. By the way. I think, yeah, we can, yeah. But one of the things I think is admirable, and it's one, maybe it's one of the reasons why at 56, uh, you and I have had this conversation. You and I are both 
um, rageaholics in our own way. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. And yeah. one of the things that I've, you know, I've tried to spend probably the last 30 years of my life is trying to tame that. And one of the things that I can always go back to is Dalton. Uh, and Dalton's perspective the is Tao, very the stoic. Tao, the Tao it's of very Dalton. stoic. It's very Tao. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody calls you a cocksucker, be nice. Well, can we, can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? Can I read them? Can we do it? Read them. Read them. The three rules. Number one, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Number two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. Number three, be nice. Come on. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Okay. Ask him to walk. Be nice. If you won't walk, walk him, but be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice. I want you to remember that it's a job. It's nothing personal. Uh Uh-huh. Being called a cocksucker isn't personal? No. It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Well, uh, how are we supposed to know when that is? You won't. I'll let you know. You are the bouncers. I am the cooler. All you have to do is watch my back and each other's. Take out the trash. I mean, the it's the greatest. Words to live it's by. one of the best. Well, the thing about it is, is yes, this is Roadhouse. This is Rowdy Harrington's. Uh, I don't even know if he directed anything else. It, you know, it's like oh, he did, he did, movie. he did. Strike, oh. striking distance with Bruce Willis and Sarah Jessica Parker. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Okay. John no, John Mahoney. No. Okay. Yeah, I've heard I've heard oh, of it, yeah. but I, I've never I've never bothered to watch it. But no, the thing I, I think is lovely <laughs> about it is. Is that in in its bizarre way distilled as it is? That is one of the most adult. I mean, if fucking it, I mean, look at America today. Well, yeah, it's fair. It's All the fair. shit that's going on. If fucking everybody was got to sit with Patrick Swayze back, and he would say, "Be nice." Well, let's 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 clarify. Just be nice. It, 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 it may not be all Patrick Swayze. It is all Dalton. There you go. Fair enough. You know, and it's although, from what I understand, Patrick Swayze was no, he was very a fucking sweetheart. He was an amazing, like guy. one of the nicest yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah, it's like he yeah, wasn't an yeah. asshole at all. No, so I no, think you know, no. I, I love that. But that speech, yeah. I think, encapsulates. It's a fucking amazing scene. Something. It's an amazing well, it's, scene. It, it, here's the it. thing, and it, it, it's one of the things I used to do with movies, and I still do. Actually, I'd say I used to do it. I still do that. Is I will find. It doesn't matter how bad the movie is. Mm-hmm. I will always try to find one the that best one line. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one line that the screenwriter wrote that that when they walked away, he went or she said, "That's the fucking line I'm proud of." And there's always one of them in there. It doesn't matter how well, bad that, the goddamn movie is. Yeah. There's one line, mm-hmm. and and I think this movie has first of all some really great catchy phrases oh, that you want to remember. Oh, but that speech, that yeah. speech, yeah. Is like the best fucking advice for almost every single human being on the planet, and if everybody just in any that situation, speech, every in any yeah. situation, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. it's okay to be. It's a yeah. it's a job. It's not personal. Be nice. It's not about being civil. It's not about accepting everybody's bullshit. It's about handling it nicely because nice will get them out the door faster than not nice. And the capper on that. Uh huh. I love this. Nobody ever wins a fight. Yep. You said it. That's earlier. a great line. It's perfect. It's a great line, man. Yeah. yeah it's a great yeah. line. And so yeah. there's some real wisdom. Yeah. yeah. In and maybe, fucking and maybe Roadhouse. That's, in yeah, Roadhouse. And maybe that's why it, why it resonates so much is that it is it is a cheeseburger movie that really has like genuine adult. It's got flavor. Lessons. It's got flavor. It's, got, it's a it's good got cheeseburger wisdom. with flavor. 
It's got yes. some wisdom, yes. man. You walk away feeling yeah. new. You got some nutrients, and I got some shit. I got burger. some. Wait, I got some. I got some philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. But I also got some titties and some ass kicking and some explosions. I mean, there's and so what's you bad got all of it. Movie. You got all this of it. This is the Come best on. goddamn Come fast on. food meal you're ever gonna get, dude. I'm telling you. 85 minutes into this movie, there is a Bigfoot monster truck <laughs> that destroys an entire Ford dealership. For fuck's sake. Well, the, That's amazing. It's, actually, what's funny about that scene is it's not an entire Ford dealership. It's two giant yeah, glass right, windows right, right. and six, six station, station wagons. wagons. Station wagons. Yeah, it yeah, runs yeah. over a yeah. bunch of fucking yep. old station wagons, yeah. which make me laugh so hard. Every time I've seen it, it's like, those station wagons, That's like this is the whole... Like, he's going to destroy <laughs> this guy's auto dealership. And he decides, well, <coughs> instead of... Instead of destroying like the good cars, the Mustangs, the cars and the, yeah, 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 I'm just yeah. gonna run over a bunch of fucking station, station wagons. wagons. However, Crown Vic station wagons. It's <laughs> super well done, and 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 it makes you laugh. And you know what? Next time you watch that scene, <laughs> the next time you watch that scene, there's a reaction shot of the Sways and everybody else in the background. There yep. is a green highway sign that says Los Angeles and yep. Bakersfield on it. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. I've seen like yeah. But I've they're seen in Missouri. Yeah. Well, I understand. <laughs> somebody, somebody missed that in continuity. Absolutely. Oh man, it's because where it was shot. What blew my mind? This movie partly shot in Chicago or around Chicago. Yeah. I had yeah. no fucking clue about that. That was bizarre. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. It was. It was wow. I, 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 rem- I mean, I wasn't obviously there because I literally had. I moved. This movie came out, I know I didn't see it in Chicago, so I saw it before I moved to Chicago, but I moved to Chicago 89 of April of 89. Okay. So I had to come out beginning of the year because yeah. I saw it I saw it in Kansas and, wow. and then went and saw it in the movie theater like five times. Wow. Because I loved it so much. Amazing. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was exactly the right, and it made me, I'll be honest with you, now I think about it, it I hadn't even thought about that because right now you know that I am certainly in a personal position where I'm kind of looking at my life and going, hey, I could just go from town to town you could, you could and, go, and you drive could, around you, you could go to in the, my Prius. You could go to the double deuce with your Prius. I could go to the double deuce and fucking in turn my that Prius. place around, man. Well, I don't know if I'm I'm not Patrick Swayze, you could do Swayze it. but you could do but, it. But but you know, there's but I, I remember in eighty nine, I don't think Roadhouse is what motivated me to just get in my truck and drive north and land in Chicago. But I can't say it probably it certainly didn't uh divert me from that. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and sure. you know, it's just like dr- getting in a car and just driving someplace and yeah. getting a room in a fucking barn and you know, paying a hundred dollars a month for a fucking room in a barn. Well, and I, where does that even practice that tai doesn't, chi that doesn't exist, exist anywhere. anymore? Anywhere, Any, well, anywhere. Then all that fucking barn in Roadhouse is on fucking Airbnb right now. Everybody, you, you look up Jasper, Missouri, yeah, and look up, yeah, look up, barn. look up barn loft, and you're gonna find yeah. this place. You're gonna find yeah. this place. He, it's gonna be seven hundred dollars a night. What is your trailer? Because I have no clue and I'm interested. Uh, well, see, I don't think you're going to be that interested. Oh, no! I'm going to play it anyway. Oh, no! I was going to play it last uh, week. I decided not to. They uh, just dropped a new trailer. You know I have to. So I don't, here is... All right, I'm listening. Fuck you. I'm listening. Dude, I, I'm listening. I, not, I can't I even picked, preview it because I don't know what it is. Play it. I have not picked any MCU for us to do. You know it's coming. So I'm just going to say this is what I'm really excited about. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking. Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. 
What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. My, uh, sensing feelings. Well, <laughs> you're right. The only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. That's right. Thor Love and Thunder. I cannot fucking wait for it. Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Uh, Natalie Portman as uh, Jane Foster becoming the female Thor. Um, uh-huh. You've got, you know, there's a, there's a, at the end of this, it, it, fucking Russell Crowe as Zeus. Oh. Just giant fat Russell Crowe as Zeus. Okay. And there's a, there's a, it, I'm just telling you, this is Taiwakiki. It's his follow up to Ragnarok. It is going to be funny as shit. Well, I liked he did that movie. What was that movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson and the little kid with the Hitler? What was JoJo? Uh, that was a fucking brilliant yeah. movie. I like. I that I think movie. he's a great director, and I think the thing. Oh, is what and I the loved, the vampire shit. What does he do? We yeah. we live in the shadows. Uh, yeah, yeah, Something like that. Live, or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, 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 we live in the shadows. I yeah, like that. no, but oh. the thing I loved, what I loved about Taiwakiki is he uh, he got the he got the Thor Ragnarok. Um, he got the gig as a pitch and he sent them a sizzle reel and it wasn't any of his own work. Sure. He didn't send a sizzle reel comprised of his own work. He mm-hmm. sent a sizzle reel of the tone that he wanted to take Thor in. And they said, this is fucking hysterical. Let's go with it. And, and, you know, ultimately I think Thor Ragnarok is one of the, from an MCU perspective, it's just so fucking funny and so well done. So many great lines I cannot wait to see this Thor movie because it's got Thor, Jane Foster, oh, it's got Valkyrie, it's got it's got, it's got, it's got right. Christian Bale as one of the most evil Thor I, bad guys ever. I'm I mean, sure. in the comic books, in the comic books, it takes three iterations of Thor to defeat him. That's how badass he is. Yeah, what's more badass is Christian Bale's fucking paycheck for this. I'm sure. This is. A, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, which yeah, I, it's brilliant. I love him. I love him all. I'm he did respect. Batman. He uh, did, did Batman. You can't. Mad, you can't get all. You mad, can't get. No, nah, you mad, just can't get all snotty about. Mad it. fucking respect to all of them for getting paid. All of them, including Natalie yeah, Portman. Well, including s- Natalie Portman. Who? Excuse <laughs> me. I don't know much about the MCU, but she fucking walked away because she had problems initially, right? So no, uh, okay, all right. Well, you know, I don't okay. think that's okay. why she walked uh, away. I think she walked away because her paycheck wasn't the same. Uh, as, well, that's uh, a fucking stars. Well, that's a fucking problem. So yeah, anyway, when you in today's world, when you say there's problems, um, you know, when you got when you got uh, everybody, yeah. everybody, right. everybody, that's why Google exists. So, do your research. So, and all I'm going to say is, is you with your high horse. Talking about oh the paycheck no, it's oh not, my god you know, the paycheck I, you know let's listen look. to no let's listen to your trailer let's talk about a fucking paycheck please, yeah, all right yeah, yeah oh no Here yeah please yeah yeah there is a story of a child destined to be an empress and the unlikely hero who would protect her. There is a balance between all things. Light and shadow. Good and evil. When that balance is upset, the universe corrects. needs you again. It needs your magic. Into the unknown. That's where we must go.
Yeah, because because you right, know because you right, stand on right, your high right, no you stand right, on your fucking right, high horse right, and your pick right. is is Warwick Davis who's I probably think. seven thousand years old he's just, like you know he's like they said hey what are you doing oh I'm laying around <laughs> on my fucking couch because I was a star in the eighties and I'm oh, a midget what? and they said oh wow. let's just give yeah. you all this money so let's do Willow That's let's do a remake War- of Willow Warwick Davis has been making money for fucking decades dude I know I'm just so, giving you I shit. know you balls. All right. Um, yeah. Look, it it's not without fucking irony that I bust your balls about the goddamn MCU when I, I love. Yes, I understand. My fucking Star Wars, and it, forgive me if I'm wrong. You've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, is that correct? No, I watched. I I, I oh, you sat did. Down you did. After, oh, okay. okay. After all of after they finally ended it, I said, okay, I'm gonna oh. fucking watch them all. Okay. And then and then I watched them in the yeah. last like four episodes. It sucked just, off. It sucked I went, balls. Boy, it you guys off. really yeah, fucked yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, but but I really loved it. They so I the love pooch. the fantasy. Yeah, dude. Lately, I've been rewatching the Lord of the Rings. So you know, yeah. it's like I love that me, shit. Mimi, uh, we ha- we have I have the four hour the the big ones the four hour. I've got the extended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we haven't watched them in fucking years. So Mimi wants oh, to I'm, bust those out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, do I'm that. Gonna tell her I've soon. been, I've been rewatched. I just finished yeah. Fellowship of the Ring, oh. and I'm, I'm in the middle of watching. Yeah. The, what I like about having seen them so many times at this point is that I can watch like a, a 45 minute chunk of it and just pause. Oh, I know it's gonna and happen. see to and me, and then I go and do something else. You know, it's, it's like good. To me, I haven't seen it in so fucking long that it's gonna be like watching it for the first time. I just oh, know. So I, I just know. I've it's seen him. I've seen him multiple times, and I really love him. But, but I no, grew up. I, but I, I grew up on um, Excalibur, Sword in yeah. the, Sword oh, yeah. the Stone. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah. Sword and the Sorcerer. I think was yeah. like a really cheesy yeah. B movie. Fucking I don't know. Sword and Stones and Gorgons and jo- oh, um, um, Clash, Clash of, the of the Titans. Titans. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like this shit, like the magical, the historical magical shit, like. I don't know. Why not? Like that to me seems dope. I like it. And you I like know, it. And, and I like it. And and just so you know, that's why I like the MCU because I grew I, up yeah, reading these comic I books. Don't. So I'm gonna bust your balls about it constantly. But I totally understand and respect where you come from yeah. with it. Yeah. But that was what was yeah. so funny is when I because I didn't I didn't I don't I the only reason I look at yours before the for, before we actually record is because I've got to load it up so that oh, I can course. play it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I picked Thor: Love and Thunder because I was going to do that last time. Yeah. And I did Duel instead, and then I saw yours and I went, "Oh, he's going to fucking he's going to grimace <laughs> the whole goddamn thing." Thor: Love and Thunder's yes. on, and then expect yeah. me to just go, "Yeah, Willow." No, that's so I, much better. Yeah, I don't expect. I don't expect shit. I don't expect shit. You know what I did expect? She Hulk from you, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm looking right. forward to that's She right. Hulk. That's I want right. to. I want to yeah. see She Hulk. Well, see the thing I like. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to She Hulk. I'm also looking forward to watching my first episode tonight of Obi Wan. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's on now. That's, that, and the that's fucking out. Stranger Things is on now. And the Stranger oh. Things just dropped. And the boys is can be coming back June third tonight. People, In fact, as people, you're listening to this, I'm we watching have so the boys. Much. We have so much. There's to watch. a lot of. You know, and and as of this recording, um, tomorrow I will be spending my afternoon with Maverick. Oh boy! Yeah, I can't Cause, wait because it. Oh, it I'm jealous. In a theater? In a theater? Yeah, goddamn right. I'm fucking jealous. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't me. see. I can't uh, see Top Gun not in a theater. Are you uh, kidding me? And because it's Vegas, I get a senior discount because I'm over fifty. Oh, word! Right yeah. On. I get like I get like half off. There you go. God bless. It's not bad. I it's like not it. bad. Then, I like it. Then I can then I can afford like three kernels of popcorn as well. You know, I get a discount in my living room to watch movies. Yeah. They, do you really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's you know I, I pay about a hundred dollars a month for it, but it's a good discount. <laughs> it's a good discount. All right, you fuckers. What what are we doing next, Don? What are we doing next? Next Don? week we are going to do 1997s. I think it's brilliant. It's one of my favorite movies of that time period, uh-huh. of that age. Yeah. It stars some of the... Russell Crowe, Guy Ooh. Pierce. Oh. It is oh, Danny DeVito, yeah. James Cromwell. Ooh. It is L.A. Ooh. Confidential. Wow. Wow. I best, love that movie. Best so. Supporting Actress nominee or winner, Kim winner. Basinger. Kim, Kim Basinger. Basinger. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, man. Fuck yeah. yeah it, is, it, is a, it is a great movie. 
Um, it's it's one of my favorite movies that's set in Los Angeles. And, okay. You know, there's yeah, a yeah, billion yeah, yeah. movies set in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in terms of like being re- feeling this like is, it's really Los Angeles, this it is feels on, really like this Los is, Angeles. This is on that same level with Heat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, yeah. got that. It's a very yeah, specific. It, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very yeah, specific yeah. kind of uh, time period. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, the acting is phenomenal. Yeah. Kevin Spacey's in it. And yep. He's phenomenal yep. in it. Yep. Everybody in this movie is on point. It's a great movie. I think so Danny, DeVito, Danny DeVito produced it too. Is this a Jersey film? I believe. Movie? Is it? I believe I that's the look. case. But yeah. I, I, we'll have uh, to talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Oh, I'm excited. Rock oh, and awesome. roll. All right. Love it, brother. That's the show. Word. So, uh, do us a favor, go online, go to Apple Podcasts and, and rate us. Give us a review, man. Give us a review. We don't care if you like it. We just want a review. Yeah. We want that. We want those eyeballs. Tell us about fuck ourselves. Holes. I like that too. Eyeballs and ear holes. That's what we want. <laughs> Rock and roll. Thanks Word for it. listening, and I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Peace, brother.